This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your favorite to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Self-improvement seems to come as a result of doing the deep work, not the things that the internet tells you to do. I took some time to dive into the true definition of what it means to improve yourself. One thing that I noticed is that it's all about vanity. And it's all about looking like you are working on yourself, typically for Instagram, or maybe it's for the approval of others. When really self-improvement, if you just Google self-improvement definition, it says the improvement of one's knowledge, status, or character by one's own efforts. And I think a lot of time is spent on that middle word status, and not a lot of time is spent on the knowledge part or the character part. Within the that girl trend, The desired end goal is to be the best version of yourself. But the that girl trend really just encourages checking the healthy habit boxes. So does checking the healthy habit boxes make you the best version of yourself? I don't know. What really makes you better? Is it the green juice? Is it the Pilates class? I don't know. I don't think so anymore, at least. So what really makes you better? Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to our back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on the first episode of 2024. I hope that you had a very happy new year. I hope that you are going into this year feeling relaxed and recharged. And I would say I'm feeling relaxed and recharged, but I'm also feeling very exhausted. And I've just had such a weird day. It's Monday the 1st, so it's technically still a holiday. But I know that everyone has this like, oh, it's the first of the year. Like I have to be super energetic and I have to do all these things and I have to start the year right. I have a hard time with that perspective because 
I don't really think that coming off of the holiday season where it's been a lot of go, 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 it's been a lot of holiday food, holiday drinks, and just a lot of fun. I think that it's a huge shift to try to go from all this partying and fun and time with friends to being like incredibly like rigid and disciplined just because the clock striked midnight and now it's the first of the year. So if you aren't starting the year off in like a crazy capacity, if you're not doing a challenge, if you don't have your vision board completed, if you haven't picked your word, know that it's okay you have time. I consider like the whole month of January like a good healthy reset. So I hope that the holidays gave you some time to rest and recharge and let yourself ease into the year because it doesn't change just because the number and the year changed. However, I do think that because there is this New Year's energy, it's a great time to realign with your goals, a great time to kind of gain clarity and some capacity of what you want out of the new year and there's nothing wrong with goals nothing wrong with dedication or anything like that nothing wrong with challenging yourself to level up I think that all of these things are so good and so important I just don't want you to feel like down because you don't have your vision board completed or that you don't have your word picked I got a couple dms that were like I haven't finished this yet and I just don't know how to feel can I still do it the answer is yes absolutely I am hosting a vision board workshop on January 19th from 6 to 8 p.m at Eastern Shore Performance Center on Ken Island and together we will streamline your new year's goals choose a word of the year and craft a vision board to help propel yourself into the new year so if that sounds like something that you're interested in if you are in the DC Baltimore Eastern Shore of Maryland Annapolis areas and you want to join me for that workshop, you can click the link in the show notes to register or just send me a DM and I'll shoot you the link. Signing up is super easy. It's just a Google form and then we're doing the ticket sales through Venmo. So it's a super easy process and it's going to be tons of fun and I can't wait to just guide you and be a part of your New Year's experience. So I hope to see you guys there. And if you have any questions, just shoot me a message and I would love to answer them for you, talk to you more about the workshop. And I'm just really excited. And if you want to learn more about a word of the year or what it takes to build a vision board, go listen to last week's episode and I'll have that linked in the show notes as well. It's just quite literally all about vision boarding, word of the year and New Year's things. So go listen to that. If you've listened to the show in 2023, you probably noticed a lot of change and a lot of growth in the show and in the content. I was doing some back-end analytics and data and just looking at the best episodes of 2023. And the episodes that you guys liked the best all had to do with this trend, this trend that was very popular in like 2021. And really it's the episode, I think literally the episode just titled how to be that girl is my most popular episode. And that's because people just really seem to like the that girl content, which totally isn't a problem, not a problem at all. But I've had an incredible perspective and mindset shift this year specifically in the back half of the year, where I decided that I no longer wanted to be that girl, but I wanted to be this woman. I realized a couple of things that I wanted to share with you all. I realized first and foremost that self-improvement seems to come as a result of doing the deep work 
and not the things that the internet tells you to do. Let me say that again. Self-improvement seems to come as a result of doing the deep work, not the things that the internet tells you to do. I took some time to dive into the true definition of what it means to improve yourself. And self-improvement is quite a buzzword. The category that this podcast falls into is self-improvement. And if you've ever walked into a Barnes and Noble, or if you've ever scrolled the podcast app, or if you've ever just typed in self-improvement into Google, millions and millions of results pop up. And that's because everyone has a different yet very, very, very similar perspective of what it means to partake in self-improvement. And it's different for different generations. And one thing that I've noticed with my generation is that it's all about vanity. And it's all about looking like you are working on yourself, typically for Instagram, or maybe it's for the approval of others, or maybe it's so you can be involved in a specific thing. When really self-improvement, if you just Google self-improvement definition, it says the improvement of one's knowledge, status, or character by one's own efforts. And I think a lot of time is spent on that middle word status and not a lot of time is spent on the knowledge part or the character part. We'll come back to this idea of status versus knowledge versus character in just a second, but I wanted to just kind of plant that seed. My second big realization from 2023 is this. There will never be a tangible or action item that can fill the deepest voids within you. There's no amount of hours that you can clock at the gym, no amount of calories that you can eat or not eat, no relationship, no friendship, nothing will ever be able to fill the deepest voids. No matter how hard you try, you will always come up short. I am on the cusp of releasing a chapter in a book called Deserts to Mountaintops, Volume 2. And my chapter is quite literally about this, trying to fill a void, which in my case was my lack of self-worth with relationships or hookups or counting calories or trying to change the way my body looked. And no matter what I did, I always came up short. So in the process of becoming this woman, I had to somehow fill that void. Because if you can't do it through tangible things, if you can't do it through action items, how can you do it? How can you do it? We'll talk about that in a little bit. My third big realization from 2023 was this. You have to want to change. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deep, deep, deep down inside of you, you have to want to change. Not just look like you've changed or not just tell people that you've changed or not just look like you're doing the right things online or saying the right things online or saying the right things on the podcast or doing the right thing when you walk into work. Like you have to truly deep down desire change. And I'm talking like the deepest, most internal bits of your mind and your heart that to the point where you're literally praying, change my heart, change my mind, change my perspective. You have to want to change so badly 
that you don't care what other people are going to think of you. You don't care if you're going to have to cut off friendships. You don't care if you're going to have to quit your job. You don't care if you're going to have to stop doing things that you still love to do because they just don't align with you anymore. You have to want change badly. Over the next four weeks, every single Thursday, we will dive into a different topic that looks at how I shifted my mindset of that girl to become this woman. This episode today will kind of be an overview of what I think the differences are between that girl and this woman, just to kind of paint the picture of where I think we're all headed. If you guys are listening to the show, I think that you've definitely done a lot of the deep digging and the growing up with me. And I want to bring you along on this journey because it's been such an incredible one for me. And I think that continuing to elevate the show on the deepest level is so so important to me and so I want to bring you guys along on this journey of becoming this woman so we're going to talk about discipline and your habits and your daily practices we're going to talk about community and finding deep vulnerable female friendships we're going to talk about healing through increasing your own self-worth we're going to talk about your words and why they matter body confidence and why being skinny isn't the ultimate confidence booster. We're going to talk about dating and how to date intentionally. We're going to talk about how to become more coachable. And lastly, we're going to talk about how to increase self-awareness and the importance of self-awareness. So it's 10 weeks of, in my opinion, really incredible, important topics. And I spent probably the last month or so really doing a deep dive into my old journal entries, into my chapter that I wrote in this book, into my Bible, into prayer, and just really trying to figure out what topics are going to be the most valuable to you. And I came up with these nine. And I'm excited to just bring you this series over the next couple weeks and with the hope that it can help transform your life as well. I just have to be honest with you guys, I've never been more excited for a series before because I truly believe that the words that I get to share with you and the wisdom that is somehow placed inside of me that I get to just share through the mic is going to be so incredible. And so if you aren't already subscribed to the show, you definitely should. I post new episodes every Thursday. Be sure to follow me on Instagram as well at 8020pod or at Lily Co. That truly just helps to support the show, helps more people find and listen to the show. And if you're feeling inclined, please be sure to write a review on Apple Podcasts. That just really helps to boost the show. So thank you to those who already wrote a review. And if you feel inclined, please don't be shy. Go ahead and write a review. Also, if you're loving this episode and you want to share on Instagram, be sure to screenshot this episode or maybe take a picture of you on your walk or at the gym or driving in your car to work in the morning, or making your coffee, or however you listen to the show, I personally will put on podcasts while I'm folding laundry. And so even though that's not necessarily aesthetically pleasing, I would love to see how you are listening to the show, what you're doing, and how you are enjoying it. Okay, guys, let's talk about that girl versus this woman. I quite literally made a chart, like a comparison chart, of that girl versus this woman because I wanted to make sure that I hit all my points. And I want to be really, really clear up front here. There's nothing wrong with that girl, okay? There's nothing wrong with the trend itself, but you were made for more. You were made for so much more than just being a trend. I looked up the definition of that girl and obviously it's just kind of like a 
the only thing that I got was like news articles and then like a bunch of TikToks came up. So this is what I came up with. It's a trend that encourages women to be that girl, the one who wakes up early, practices yoga, journals, drinks green juice, wears athleisure, minimal makeup, continuously improving her life. All those things sound really good. They sound great. But the deeper I dove into the trend itself, the more I realized how focused it is on outward appearance and how focused it is on really just the vanity of what it means to be healthy and what it means to be happy. And ultimately, it's who the world tells you to be. That's what trends really are, right? Who the world tells you to be. What the popular kids tell you to do, tell you to say, tell you to wear. And obviously, there's nothing wrong with following the trends if it's something that you want to do. But like I said, you were just made for more. And I I made for more than just going to the gym because it's aesthetically pleasing and, you know, making a smoothie and posting it because it's aesthetically pleasing or making certain types of reels and TikToks because it's what everybody's doing. And ultimately, when I really was thinking hard about this trend, it's really just all for show. It's unreasonable expectations. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have an aesthetically pleasing feed, but most of the time it's not achievable. And it kind of sets this standard of always having to look and be and do certain things. But in contrast, this woman, for me at least, it's not for vanity. This woman is who God tells me that I am. I don't think that we should consider ourselves, our personalities, our daily practices, things that are allowed to go in and out of style. I saw something the other day online that was like, okay, well, I think that we're kind of in the uh, the phase of going back to like low rise jeans and like super skinny, like whatever. And like, you know, like the Kardashians took all their implants out and started taking Ozempic. And like, now we're back to like super skinny, like early 2000s. And that's fine if that's your body type. But I don't think that our body type should go in and out of style. That doesn't really sit right with me. I posted an episode two weeks ago about body image and it started to just kind of like accidentally turn into more of my testimony than anything. But I have just been sitting in this season of letting God tell me who I am and not allowing the world to tell me who I am. And I don't think that I should call that a season. That should just be more of a lifestyle, right? I'm going to I'm gonna generalize really quick here. So if this isn't you, then just forget what I'm saying. But we all seek love and validation and acceptance from the world. And if you don't, then let me know what you're doing <laughs> because that's not me in the slightest. Like I find myself, especially just like over the holidays, I feel like I've had a lot of extra downtime. And so I found myself looking at analytics more and the insights on Instagram. And, you know, I've lost a lot of Instagram followers. And we're going to talk about that in a second because, guys, I have so much stuff to say, so much stuff to say. But I've been kind of getting down on myself because I'm like, well, am I not good enough? Do people not like what I have to say? I've been scared to share a lot of my testimony because. I know it's going to turn some people off, but I just feel so called to just share what has changed for me because it's been so incredible and seeking love and validation and acceptance from the world will always let you down. But if you literally Google, who does God tell me I am? There's tons of Bible verses that come up and whether it's 
you're loved, you're forgiven, you're saved, you are beautiful and fearfully and wonderfully made and just so many, just so much goodness. And I don't think that there's that much goodness being spread in the world right now. Like if you turn on the TV, it's all just craziness. I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here. Back to that girl versus this woman. That girl is willing to compromise to do what's cool. And I think a lot of the that girl trend leads to overspending. Let me explain. The more I talk to a lot of our my friends, my girlfriends, the more I realize that our generation spends a ton of money on wellness, but they don't necessarily have a ton of money. And that's typical of most 20-somethings, right? I don't think that a lot of 20-somethings have a lot of disposable income. And so spending $40 on a workout class or like, you know, 170 to 200 a month for an expensive fancy gym membership just because it's a cool photo op is kind of goofy, in my opinion. But a year ago, that's exactly what I did. And let me tell you, it really wasn't ever worth it. I mean, yeah, like you never regret a workout, but just belonging belonging to the nice gym was just kind of sad because it was all these people who had a lot of money and worked and just came to the gym, put their headphones on, did their workout and left. And I never felt like I had a community. Maybe for you, it's not the fancy gym. Maybe it's something at work or school that you feel like you need to compromise on to be cool. Maybe it's something in a relationship that you feel like you have to cross a boundary because you need to be cool. I think that girl is willing to compromise for the sake of acceptance. Whereas this woman is devoted to her practices and devoted to what makes her feel good. So, I mean, if the fancy gym membership is working for you, more power to you. But I prefer strength training and being around a supportive community in the gym and uplifting and being coached well. And so I've shifted my workout program to reflect that and I've never felt stronger. All right, moving on to my to my next little point in the comparison chart here. That girl is all about the looks, the clicks and the likes. Plain and simple, it's about the looks, the clicks and the likes. Whereas this woman doesn't really care. Which is hard. That's hard to say because at least for me, Instagram, it's kind of a, kind of a reflection of what I am capable of, at least from a brand perspective, from a marketing perspective. I've never been the type of influencer like posts about products. I don't get a ton of PR. I don't know. I just kind of post like whatever I want. But I think a year ago, like I would try to be really aesthetically pleasing and post like my journal in the morning and like, you know, my morning routine and this, that and the other thing. Whereas now, I'll take a ton of pictures with my friends and just slap them up on Instagram when I feel like I want to. Or if I'm feeling creative, I'll make a fun reel. But other than that, I don't really post. I just want to post like the fun things and show what I'm doing and then promote like my book and my vision board workshop. That's really like what I use Instagram for. And I've lost a ton of followers. And I was having this conversation with Lex the other day because I was like, I just feel kind of invalidated like am I doing something wrong because obviously that's that's the natural correlation oh I'm losing followers people don't like what I'm doing and she's like no I don't think that you're losing followers you're just losing people that don't really care in the first place and like why would you want them to stick around 
which hurts to, to hear that because I'm like, oh, well, I'm doing something that people don't want me to do. But then also I'm like, you're right. Why would why would I want them to stick around? It's it makes total sense. And so this is something that I struggle with because the metrics help my business. Plain and simple, the more followers you have, the more engagement you have, the more that brands will pay you to promote their product. That's how it goes. But I think at the end of the day, this woman would never compromise on what she posts because ultimately it's really not that deep. It's Instagram. It's really not that deep. Next, and I think last thing on the comparison chart, within the that girl trend, the desired end goal is to be the best version of yourself. But the that girl trend really just encourages checking the healthy habit boxes. So does checking the healthy habit boxes make you the best version of yourself? I don't know. But this woman questions, what really makes you better? I literally wrote that. Am I this woman column? The only thing that I wrote is, what really makes you better? Is it the green juice? Is it the Pilates class? I don't know. I don't think so anymore, at least. So what really makes you better? We're going to dive into a couple bullet points that I jotted down that as I was going through my old journals and, you know, just kind of reflecting on the past year, what really helped me shift from that girl to this woman? First and foremost, diving into my faith has really helped shape the current version of me. When I went to podcast movement back in August, I was sitting on the floor of this conference center with my friend Callie, Callie Jardine. She hosts Healthy But Human. And we were talking about just so many miscellaneous things in life. And she's a Christian and she just started to share bits and pieces of her testimony and started to just kind of speak truth into me and help me to kind of fill in some gaps her speaking truth into me was so cool and finally having a female friendship where I felt heard and seen and loved and found someone who could really just start to equip me with tools to whether she knew it or not to just help me grow in my faith and just to be encouraged and so I think finding female friendships who have the same values as you, have the same intentions and goals as you is really, really, really important. I've been kind of hesitant to share about my faith because I don't know how people will react, but I don't think that this woman is hesitant to share her faith. I don't think so. I shared a little of my testimony in my body image episode, which I'll have linked in the show notes for you guys. But when I started to literally reach for anything that would help me because I was so so deep in the trenches I literally just started googling verses that were related to what I was going through if I felt unworthy I would google bible verse for when I was feeling unworthy if I was struggling with body image I would google bible verses for body image and stuff just started to pop up and I would just write things down I would make sticky notes And Callie's podcast was really helpful for me. And then another podcast called For the Girl 
was really helpful for me. So those are just some little tangibles if you are at all interested. We slightly already touched on this, but finding strong female friendships and community has been huge. I had had it on my heart for such a long time to increase my female friendships, but I just didn't know how. And if you know me in my real life, you know that I had a lot of guy friends, which is awesome and fun, but they they just don't get you like girls do, okay? Like guys will never be able to relate to what we go through as women. And I think too, when I had a boyfriend, I've almost been single. I'm coming up on my third year of being single. That's crazy. But I dated someone for three years before that. And when I was dating this guy, he was my only friend. I really didn't have very many female friendships. I didn't have any guy friendships either. I just had my boyfriend. And so looking back on the friendships that I've had over the course of my life, I've never felt more influenced in the best way by the community that I have around me. And that's because I finally found good, positive female friendships that can really help to call me higher and elevate my standards and help me become a better version of myself. While it's important to grow your community and grow your circle, I really, really encourage you to proceed with caution. Be vulnerable and don't necessarily withhold information, but be cautious with who you share what with. I recently had a situation where I felt... I hate to use this word because in my head it seems dramatic, but betrayed (laughs) by someone that was really close to me. And that kind of like pumped the brakes a little bit on diving deeper into my friendships. And I think for the past about like month or so, I've been really hesitant to be vulnerable with my friends because for the first time in a long time, I wasn't sure of what people's true intentions were. But the truth is this, everyone is going to let you down. At some point, without fail, people will fail you. And if you've been burned by friends in the past, I know that a common message that I get is, I want more female friends, but I really don't trust girls. That's totally valid. Totally valid because people can be mean. It's not just girls. People can be mean. Sometimes it's the people closest to us that hurt us the most. But I also think that it's really important to do life with people. And it's okay to be scared, but you can't let your past define your future, especially in your friendships and especially in your relationships. You take that situation as a lesson and not a barrier. You let that knowledge propel you higher. You don't use it as a foundation to build up a wall and close yourself off. The end result of having strong female friendships, you will feel supported. You will be called higher by the people who love you and trust you and you get to have a whole lot of fun I have the best time with my friends we got a noise complaint the other day because we were measuring our wingspan that's like the most wholesome thing we had a little girls night little wine night and the person upstairs texted me and was like hey you guys need to be quiet because we were laughing and having the best time another bullet point that I think is important to note in becoming this woman is I've started to chill out and I've started to pick my battles very, very carefully. I am the middle child of three girls. So that makes me a younger sister and that makes me an older sister. And 
I'm also used to getting what I want. And I used to be a really big control freak. And I don't really know what happened, but somewhere over the past couple months, it was a little bit of me, but probably a whole lot of Jesus, where I feel so much peace. And I'm so much more aware of the drama that I insert myself into. And I feel like because I just have increased this sense of self-awareness, I'm able to save my energy for what really matters most. And I wish I could give you a tangible and be like, oh, well, I just kind of stopped. I mean, I guess my, my big tangible would be I just stopped being so stressed out about everything. But that's way easier said than done. And I would have to, pretty much this series will kind of let you guys in on how I became less stressed. But I think that finding peace in something is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. Letting yourself have some sort of decompression strategy when you get home from a long work day is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. Increasing your self-awareness, one of the best things that you can do for yourself and for the people around you. I'm nicer. I don't tell people how to drive anymore, except on some occasions when necessary. I really try hard not to boss people around and I just try to like let people make their own decisions, even down to like plans with friends. I used to be the type of person that's like, okay, where are we going? What time? What's the parking situation? Okay, I'm on my way to the restaurant. I'm five minutes out. I'm two minutes out. I'm one minute out. I'm 30 seconds out. Okay, I'm walking to the restaurant now. Where's the table? Who do I talk to? What is going on? Like I have exactly to a T what I'm going to order when I get to the restaurant. Like just so like the need for control was out of control. And that girl needed control. But this woman isn't controlled by the need for control. And the end result is so much peace. So much peace and so much more energy for the things that matter the most. Psalm 119 verse 165 says great peace have those who love your law nothing can make them stumble i think the need for control stems from a lack of peace where can you create peace in your own life my next and last little bullet point is going back to that self-improvement definition of the improvement of one's knowledge status or character i want to touch on knowledge first and foremost the improvement of one's knowledge. It's funny that this came up in the definition because my word of the year, I haven't picked it yet, but I wrote down knowledge as one of the options. And I wrote that down because I have considered going back to school. I've been toying with that idea, but I've also just felt an incredible desire to learn more, whether that is listening deeply when someone close to me shares a story or reading a bible verse and then also reading all the verses around it and learning more about that exact story making sure I don't take anything out of context whether it is learning about all the information in a situation before I make a decision informing myself about the world around me it's an election you're coming up I think we all need to like be really on not like necessarily high alert but just like be knowledgeable about what really matters most to us And I think knowledge, wisdom, call it what you want, is such an important factor when it comes to improving yourself. Always thirsting for knowledge, I think, is really, really important. And I used to be a bit of a know-it-all. 
So that's a big shift for me. The improvement of one's character. Character is everything. Character is everything. It's not necessarily who are you when everyone's looking, which I think is what that girl asks of us. You know, who are you online? But your real character is who are you when no one's looking? Who are you behind closed doors? That's true character. I think we got to check in. Who really are we? Who are we really? Does the character that we display online match up with who we really are? I don't know. That's for you to decide. And then status. That girl is focused on status, whereas this woman doesn't really care. And I think that ditching the need for approval from others is a really, really, really tough thing to do. Because that's kind of just how we operate as humans. We want to be accepted. We want to build community. We want to be, you know, loved and valued by others. And so trying to ditch status isn't necessarily an easy, an easy ask. But I think that when you're confident in who you are and your values, it makes ditching the approval of others just a little bit easier. I am beyond excited to continue sharing my that girl to this woman journey on the podcast over the next couple weeks. We've got tons of incredible episodes coming your way from discipline to community to self-worth to the power of your words, confidence, dating intentionally, being coachable, becoming more self-aware, and so, so, so much more. So that is it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please be sure to give it a five-star rate and review That just helps more people find and listen to the show. Be sure to come back next week where we are talking about discipline and your daily habits and practices. Discipline is one of those things that I've just had such a love-hate relationship with for so long, but it is such a key factor in becoming truly better. So I hope to see you next week. I love you guys so, so much. Have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.